May 11th, 2018. It's a lot for Pedro's show.
Watch for Pedro's show Friday. Pedro, my brother Matt's still on the mend from his sickness after his big journey. So I ain't totally man alone, though, because through the magic of those Estonian engineers with their Skype invention, I got Reg Bloor with me. Welcome aboard. Hello. Yeah. Uh, we started hello, the music Pedro off. Land. What's that? I said, hello, Pedro Land. Yeah, yeah it's Watt and Pedro Land. And, and, and you're in uh, Manhattan? Yes. Okay. Hello there in Manhattan Land. <laughs> you know, we got a Manhattan. In fact, a Mr. Man guitar player, Tom Watson, lives in Manhattan Beach. And they call it this because uh, it was funny. He was born in Manhattan, moved when he was like four. But anyway, it's only part of the uh, South Bay here, SoCal, that has actually rock. When the earthquake comes to bring everything down, it, it, it's all landfill and stuff, except Manhattan Beach. And they will uh. survive. Yeah. <laughs> because you guys, uh, Manhattan's a big rock. Yeah. Okay. Rock. Uh, we, but we played a Tainan. From John Coltrane to start show off uh, from Sunship, and then from your new album, The Wrath of That. <laughs> okay. Now, let's go before the album. Let's go all the way back. In fact, Reg, can, can you tell me your earliest music recollection? Um, my earliest music recollection is taking piano lessons when I was about five years old. Okay. <laughs> and was it in the pad? Was it what? In the pad, or did you go to the piano player? I mean, was there a piano in your, where you grew up? Yeah. Okay. Uh, was it positive? Some people I know that had that experience almost made them hate music because the teachers were not happening. No, it didn't uh, Didn't really have an effect one way or the other. Okay. But it did, it did uh, create a foundation to reading music, which uh, later came in very handy. Even at five, you were reading? That's good. Yeah. Yeah, they start us off with reading. <laughs> okay. That's probably before you could read the English language. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow, what a trip. Uh, so what kind of classical stuff they they had you play? Yeah, beginner, little kid stuff. Okay. Now, uh, there's piano in the pad. Uh, did uh, people in your family, were they listeners or players or both? Um, they wanted to be players, but they weren't, uh, but they were listeners. So, so, so learning piano really wasn't your idea? It, it, not really, no. Not when you're five. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, do you remember buying your own record? What was the first record you bought for yourself? My first, uh, that wasn't like Chipmunk Rock or something. Uh, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think it was Twisted Sister, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> what was his name? D... D. Snyder. D. Snyder, that's it. And I hope he's well. <laughs> I mean, it's a, yeah, kind of a, a rebellious thing, right? Yeah. In a sense, kind of. Uh, do you remember the first gig you went to? Um, my mom would take me to country concerts when I was a little kid, so I don't remember what all she dragged me to. Okay. Uh, but... I, the first one I went to voluntarily, I think, was uh, David Lee Roth. Yeah. After Van Halen. Yeah. Or in between the yeah, stints with Van Halen. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm wondering, uh, at school, did you have music there? 
Oh, I had some, yeah. They like, had uh, harmony or choirs, uh, a school band, marching band. I was I was in the chorus in high school, and they had an electronic music class and a music theory class. Wow! And I took those, in high but school? I wasn't in I wasn't in the band. Okay, but that's pretty good school. Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I've I'd, I'd never heard of a high school that had electronic music. That's great. That's beautiful. In fact, a lot of schools, they, they cut their music programs out. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. So, um, and, and then, and then how, how did the piano thing, because you end up on guitar, so how 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 that work out? Where? Well, I took uh, piano lessons for about four years. And uh, when I was, from, until I was nine, and then uh, my dad made me quit. And then, wow, uh, why? there was... There was a lot of transitions in my family, moving, splitting up things. Okay. And then um, I tried a few other instruments in between. I tried the cornet, couldn't get the hang of it. I sang in the choir, couldn't, wasn't really very good at that. Tried drums a little bit, and uh, that was way too loud for my parents. <laughs> um, so when I was 12, I settled on the guitar. Um, in fact, my... My brother had taken uh, a couple guitar lessons, so there was guitars laying around, and he never uh, played it. But I would like sneak in his room and play it. Okay. Um, so I that I ended up playing guitar when I was twelve. Lessons. Yes. Yeah, I had lessons off and on. Now, yeah. Now, what kind of stuff was that? Was that classical or folk? Well. They start you off with folk, you know, yeah, and yeah. then I got uh, so this you started with an, teacher. You started with an acoustic guitar. Yeah, I, I had that for about two years before I got my Les Paul when I was fourteen. That's the same one I've been playing ever since. Wow, uh, that's great. And yeah, you must have got an amp I, too, right? Yeah. And wasn't yeah, it a big difference to play electric guitar versus an acoustic guitar? Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the music I listened to was electric guitar music. I was not listening to folk music. I was listening to, at, at 12, I was listening pretty seriously heavy metal. Um, yeah, it was the 80s. And, uh, D. Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was a singer, though. I can't remember the guys in the band. But yeah. They're, they're, they're pretty good. They know how to play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you make a, Did you make a band? Well, now that you're on guitar, did you make you know the after school band in the garage kind of thing? I tried to. Um, I did manage to get people together enough to play like talent show and school dances and stuff. But uh, getting people together when there wasn't an actual gig was difficult. Uh, I went to a pretty straight school. And nobody uh, just didn't want to do music for the love of it, huh? Yeah. It had to be focused on an event. <laughs> yeah, it had to be like for your college application or something. Yeah, it was right. Connecticut. You know. Okay. <laughs> Connecticut. You know, I never heard Connecticut jokes till I started uh playing for Jay Mascus in West Mass there. They have all <laughs> kinds of Connecticut jokes. <laughs> I guess it's always the cat next door. Yeah. Like I never heard Belgian jokes till I went to Holland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny I'll about that. Yeah. Here, I want to play this uh, Heads on Pikes. <laughs> okay. okay. Such an endearing title, you know. 
Let's melt those special snowflakes. Burn the barrier
וביום ההוא חתכתי מלפפון במטבח של בית קפה קטן שניסה בכל מאודו להשקיף לים, אך דיונות החול הסתירו לו את קו החוף. בכל זאת הוא היה שם, אפילו כאפשרות. המלפפון היה גדול ועסיסי, אבל הסכין לא הייתה חדה מספיק, והחליקה על הקליפה הלכה. נאלצתי לעבוד באיטיות. חציתי אותו לשניים, ואחר כך לארבע. סובבתי בתשעים מעלות וחתכתי לקוביות קטנות מושלמות. הטלפון צלצל, זה לא היה ניר. Eat it. Just feel the ceiling peel. Oh, everyone is on the wrong side of sketchy. That's the deal. Being vaguely aware of variance unleashes a totality crux. Then, simultaneously unstrung, are myriad tentacles, tongues, and tautologies. With nary a fresh-hatched idea, yet the next Pandoran compartment is sprung. Stilled are lolling lobes, grown flabby, exercising sorely evolved thumbs. That masturbate thickened data stew among interweb denizen devourers, pouring inconceivable gibberish down wiry sluice maws hungered by dumb wanters without willpower, knower bones or futurist thunder. Like gaggling former egg creatures, their quivering connections and ports revolt and distort their data input decryptors, opening wounds unknown. Their fisting erupts, as breaches teach suspicion to assume a new name, to hone its shame into manageable time frames eaten outside the home. Tiny mandibles gape in disbelief and Google for possible escape plans. Ridiculously dribbly sweat beads like amoebic descent on quivering brows. Dizzy from the neck-breathing info-encroachment from which their napes crawl. But instead, techno-trinkets dazzle all the cows with masked peeper know-how. But then, aren't masochists just sheep in weak-willed clothing? Wondering where to stow brutish expressions when the wind castigates so. Or... The laughing diminishes from new cycles colored by waxy marm crans. Switches brand knuckles unnerved, jangled into compliant consumer jelly. Good little channel changers. Hold that treat on your nose until we say. You wish you could learn mumbly peg, reap the family bounty or to pray. Instead, being sucked down the chute lays out most of the attempters. If only was the whisper of trees listened to, or warm memory recalled from tomorrow. The windows thus shrunken, creaking jams rattle behind slavering couch potatoes, mashing pursuits into bite-sized suppositories while gloating over likes and snaps. Dosed beyond limits of realizing any given moment, 
It's real gone forever, man. There it goes. Where some may suppose only for profit or as long as it's still free to give a crap. So, swimming through forest wrought from sandstorm ooze, divinely lightning struck, as beats forgotten, pulse of luck, wriggling in the muck, striving to come unstuck, until new limbs and awareness pull the twitch forward with wonder, desire, and such. Moist blips of light cherish their instant gift of choice and evolve like the wind, revolving their kin into myriad futures past. Such a joyous enterprise will splash from enlightened moats who care about kind whereabouts, yet permit punks, cads, and dudes to share with all the wherewithal, one from endeavor unimpeded, ideation succeeding by breeding, Comfort, caring, and less stress is the tomorrow. Hard work for, but duly won, friend. By gratitude. For Pedro Show, yeah, Heads on Pikes, Madge Bloor from her new album, and Girls with Guns, a rough mix of Cox Not Kisses.
Robert Pollard with uh, Killed a Man Who Looks Like You. Verms do Limbo. Vermes do Limbo. It's Portuguese, sorry. Slaughtering the language. Uh, Oso Miles Escuro. Lucy Leave with Barrier Reef. Howie Reeve with Scrabbling. $75 bill. Cummins Falls. Farther South. And that day, Chris Scroger, Anna Dine, Anna Code, <laughs> damn, Anna Koditz, and No Dolt Times. Chris Scroger, yeah, incredible poet. And then finally, uh, Reg Blur with Hilarity Ensues. Okay, so you could rally the uh, music minded classmates of yours if you had something in mind but obviously life changes for you after school music wise right yeah and uh maybe people are like more into like making music with you uh well i moved to boston to go to berkeley and that that berkeley school of music yeah yeah so everybody there's a musician so yeah, right. Uh, and then they started playing in bands in Boston. Um, I didn't have any money when I showed up at Berkeley. <laughs> so I I managed to stay two years. Uh, and then I dropped out and stayed in Boston playing in bands for another six years. What, 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 what do you think about Berkeley? Is it about learning the stuff? Because I hear it's also about the connects. It is a lot about the connections. Yeah. And it's also more of a, I don't want to say a trade school, but uh, you you don't just major in music. You major in a particular thing. You major in like film scoring or commercial arranging or something like that. So you get, it's, it's a more practical thing, I think, than uh, a general uh, music school. Vocational. So Vocational. Yeah, yeah. You know, the more, first time I heard about... Berkeley School of Music is the uh, Voidoid Richard Helen Voidoid album, and you, you you took out the sleeve, and there was Bob Quine's like ID card. I guess he went there for a little, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I first heard about. It. Then and now Boston, they go way back with a very deep scene, very early. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of places to play. Uh, um, it this sort of waxed and waned, you know, it would go back and forth between lots and lots of rock clubs and then they would switch over to electronic music or dance uh, music or something. It was sort of, so it sort of, the pendulum sort of swung on that. Um, it would dry up and then get fertile. And, yeah. Yeah. But they, they do go back. The whole thing about New England, look how short the drives are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but then... Yeah, look at the weather. <laughs> yeah. Or feel the well, weather. Well, the, the distance is shorter, but there's more traffic, so it still takes just as yeah, long. <laughs> well, you know, living out west here, man, I mean, you know, the next town is 400 miles, you know, this yeah. kind of thing. And so it was just us as young people not being used to touring yet and, and knowing about there's trade-offs, yeah. Okay. All the distance ain't just uh, physical. So, so, so you start playing in bands. Do you remember your first gig? Um, Besides the talent show, a after that, when you break free of that. I don't, I remember my first gig with Twitcher, which was the Twitcher? first really serious band I had in Boston. It's a serious name. <laughs> <laughs> it 
we played at uh, the Rat, which was oh a yeah, pretty legendary place in Boston. Yeah, yeah. Our first I got game. to do that too. And uh, interesting doorman with interesting voice, <laughs> <laughs> interesting <laughs> hair. <laughs> And also, and the, I remember the, the, is, the lights for uh, on Georgie on the drummer. They they had like gigantic stage lights that were like one foot off. You, <laughs> so it's like remember them Susie Homemaker uh, these ovens that were made out of light bulb. Easy bake oven. Yeah, easy bake oven. <laughs> Like, and the name Rat was no joke. I mean, as soon as the, the music went off, the rats came out. You had to lift up your gear so you didn't end up taking a few of them oh, off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big ones. Yeah. And, uh, okay, Twitcher. So, <laughs> did Twitcher record? Yeah, we did uh, one record called uh, Leg of Lamb of God. <laughs> yeah, of course. And the singer for that band is now the bass player for World Infernal Friendship Society, Sandra Malak. Wow. Okay. Uh-uh. But, but it was a good experience. Yeah. yeah Did you guys tour? Uh, we played around New England and uh, a little bit in New York. And you said you made an album. Was that your first recording? Yeah. Yeah. And what was that like? Was it a studio in Boston area? Yeah, it was a studio. Uh, I think it was New Alliance Studio. Wow. Me and Boone had a label called New Alliance. Uh-huh. Yeah, we copied uh, SST, you know. Right. Let's put out the records. Nobody else will. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was uh, it was called New Alliance Records, and ended up putting out the first Husker Du and Descendants albums. So, uh-huh. uh, was what, what was it like? Uh, it wasn't scary. We were we were we had been playing the the material for a long time so we were very well uh rehearsed so it wasn't too scary but i do remember like the engineer noticing every little thing every little resonance every little sounds that you know interfered and and i had never things you don't notice you know when you're just listening to records and now i notice all that stuff like every little (laughs) Uh, there's a fan in the background when you record it, or there's some resonance in the room you can't get rid of, or something. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I wonder, like, maybe it gets in the way <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. No, I, I, I was talking more about this thing they call a uh, red light fever. Like, you know, it's going to be permanent or something, and so you get scared when the red, the recording light, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't experience that. I still get it. <laughs> like while you're playing and practicing with the guys, and then all of a sudden the red light goes on, psh, clams. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're you're beyond that as well. So <laughs> that's why I'm still in training wheel mode. So so what happened? Ended up with Twitcher. Um, uh, the two members of the band, uh, Sandra and and Ryan Walsh, who played in Negfi, who who passed away a few years ago, um, both graduated at the same time and were leaving town. Okay. And uh, I had been making trips to New York uh, to see shows at, like, the, the old knitting factory and Tonic and stuff. It was pretty amazing at that time. Yeah. That's I saw William and, Parker do uh, Testament there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty... Th- thirst took me. It was incredible. It was very sweaty, too. <laughs> So we decided to move to New York because Sandra was from New Jersey and Ryan was commuting from Connecticut. Um, 
but then we sort of broke up in the process of moving. And then I met Glenn. And then, uh, so th- uh, obviously that was a whole body of work. Yeah. Did you know his work before that? Yeah. Okay. And because uh, you think it had an influence on your guitar? It definitely had an influence on my ear. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't go like swiping techniques from him. You know. In fact, it was sort of the point of doing my own music at the same time is to do something that I'm not doing with him. Uh, but it's definitely increased my ear for density, um, which may or may not be a good thing. But uh, I, it, it definitely makes me want to hear more dense, more thick chords, more dissonance. And... Did you play in one of his bands? Um, I've been playing in... Well, I know. When, when, I, got when to... I got to play with you, you were like leading the band. But I'm, I'm talking yeah. about in the beginning. In the beginning, we were going to do a duo, and we did a few uh, gigs that way, like sort of semi-improv, and we did some trio and quartet gigs. Uh, But then when he started getting gigs for the 100 guitar piece, that became our job. (laughs) That was was quite a... I I loved it. That experience for me was incredible. Uh, listeners, it's pretty intense. yeah, the pe- uh, people listening don't know what I'm talking about, but it was uh, Symphony Number no. Thirteen, Hallucination City, and maybe uh, thirteen years ago. Yeah, wow, two thousand five, six, something like that. I think it was the beginning of two thousand six when we did it in okay. LA. Okay, and I remember the practice that we did two big days of practices, and then a sickness hits me, and I said, "Fuck <sighs> that!" And I played with a fever. My ma came. My sister brought her. It was the Disney, whatever it is, downtown here and uh, with the exploding French fry organ. <laughs> and, man, it was, uh, I remember uh, sitting right next to Virgil. There's one drummer, 20 basses, 64 guitars. And uh, uh, John M- M- uh, Meyer was the conductor, man, and just him counting out every fucking bar, you know. <laughs> oh, man, I, 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 I made it. I did it. And uh, I was so uh, very grateful to be part of that kind of thing. Uh, it was it was massive. It was incredible. Uh, we're at the end of the first hour, May 11, 2018, Dishawaf Theater Show. Special guest, Reg Blur. Hold tight for hour two. May 11, 2018, is the second hour of the Watt Pedro Show.
by the phone bringing back memories of warmer times when it finally rings someone times old friends are just too busy drifting out and far away maybe there is no time people do change as well so go on with your life always hold the dear memories are worth saving friends are worth it at least don't forget them pass into the afterlife with them at your side it is the final payoff for a long and loyal friendship
For Pedro Show, we start the second hour off with raison death, death, reason to die. I guess Red's Blur from the new album. We should uh, uh, educate the people, myself included. Uh, this is a Reg Blur album, and the last thing uh, I played your last release, it was called the Paranoid Critical Revolution. Oh, my last one was also Reg Blur, but the three before that were the Paranoid Critical Revolution. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Was there, there was one in between, huh? A Reg Blur. Yeah, I, okay. th I think you played that. Did I play that also? Yeah. I've tried to play everything you fucking... I've tried to play everything you fucking sent me here, <laughs> but I lose track. You know, I've the, uh, me and Brother Matt now have done the show uh, 11, no, 17 years. Wow. And they're all archived. And, yeah. Pretty intense. In fact, I think it's, this is the anniversary today, maybe. Wow. <laughs> 17 years. Yeah, what a coincidence. Right. Anyway, thank you so much, Brother Man. Okay, okay. So, 
What was that, that uh, the re- revolutionary critical, I'm a paranoid critical revolution? Uh, the title came from a, select, a collection of writings by Salvador Dali. Yeah. Uh, so. But I mean, was, the, the musical unit. It's The first two records were me and Libby Fab on drums. Okay. And then the third record was me and Roger Oldtown on vocals and the drum machine. And this band is totally from your New York experience. Yes. Yeah. And uh, like you were saying, there's uh, Glenn's work, the the big work, but you you wanted to make sure you had your Reg Bloor identity. Yeah, I had other ideas I wanted to express. Yeah. Now, the big difference, uh, what was her name, Libby? Libby, yeah. Yeah, without Libby, th- yeah, there's no drum, right? <laughs> Big, big difference. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of woman alone. Yeah. And uh, overdub. I doubled everything. Doubled okay, because you like this dance idea, right? Right. Right. But right. it's um, but it's one guitar part, and the 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 chords are I'm playing are pretty dense, but um, it's it's not overdubbed to add more notes. It's just overdubbed to add thickness. And, right. 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 Instead of using a delay, I think it's always better to double because it's a little bit off where delay yeah. is too much exactly the same. Right. So it's kind of a shadow. Yeah, it's not some kind of counterpoint or harmony. It's just kind of a thickener. Yeah. Right. I, I, I kind of uh, use that technique with a uh, vocal and, and also with the guitar. Uh, bass. And I also use two yeah. different amps when I double it. So they sound a little different. So you get a fuller range. One that's a little more bassy, one that's a little more trebly. Okay. And then another round, so you end up actually with four? Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah what, was, what was the process? Uh, well, first off, what studio was it done in? I did it at home oh. on my computer. <laughs> that's the great thing. See, it's not all terrible new days. Because <laughs> remember in the old days, man, you couldn't do that. We can do that right. now. Okay, so you did it all in your pad. And uh, were the amps up loud? Not very loud, no. So were they small amps? Uh, one of them small, and the other one's uh, a little bigger. People don't realize that actually small amps record better. <laughs> yeah, they do, because you get the full sound of it. Yeah, yeah, because the big ones, you turn it up that loud, things get all compressed. They end up sounding kind of tiny. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, the producer, right? So a self-producer, so you, you weren't really bouncing ideas. You were fully in control. Yeah, it was just me. And, uh, before you, you know, started on the proj, did you, uh, you know, compose all the pieces or were some improvise? I composed all the pieces, yeah. They were all ready, and I recorded them all at the same time. Oh, so it was like like one big session. Interesting. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Interesting, because, you know, when you got that luxury of doing it at home, you think you would do little bits, pieces. But you went and did, like, what you had to do in the old days, you know, you had to make one, t- you know, didn't have a lot of money, so you do the one jam session. I, I, I want right. to play... Uh, Oh shit! We didn't. We didn't. Uh, 
uh, talk about the other songs. There was also Dual Decimal System with Banana, uh, Joe Brewer with Old Friends, uh, What Is Gonna Happen from 1518, The Mystery of Bulgarian Voices from uh, with uh, Rano Ranilla, uh, Ty and Elisa with Halloween Trap, and finally, uh, Discated dis- Survivor? Desiccated Survivor. Desiccated. Yeah. Another pun. Yeah. Well, I'm too stupid to laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's, of course. It's, <laughs> it's very punny. <laughs> what about the titles? Do they come last or first? Um, all the way through. Okay. Let's play projectile bleeding. <laughs> <laughs>
pair of lonely benches waiting for someone to accompany the lonely views towards the bright horizon. Why refuse a chance to reflect wise enough? There's so much to be seen. Vastness is so horrific when you're not looking for something specific. Cool for giving breeze and the sun's caressing rays. Comfort from the best of both worlds. Cause everything can end in two ways.
What, from Pedro's show? Uh, you just heard uh, Deep in Your Eyes. Yeah, Vicious Circle. That's Brother Jack way back before uh, TSOL. And then Ghost Car, Nurse of the Swollen Unicorn, Part 1. Maybe you don't want to hear Part 2. Before that, the details out of Romania. Yeah, a Romanian band, and you call yourself the details in English. Trippy. <laughs> For anyone to claim... Uh, crash he- uh, landing ahead of that tropic, tropic, no, tropic, topic. Sorry, uh, NATO face with uh, LFO, a little anagram rock there. This click, uh, Maka Kirke, I think that's Croatian, huh? and then uh, Reg Blur with projectile bleeding to start it all off. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about. Saying projectile bleeding. That's a, that's a <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you got this baby in one session. What, well, what? I, I did. Um, I actually took two sessions right okay. close to each other because I did one. My apartment's kind of small, so I had to set up one amp with all the mics. And then I did all the takes with that amp. And then I set up the other one. And did the takes with that one. So it was two different uh, sessions. Okay. And what about the mixing? Uh, the mixing took me a little while. Yeah, yeah. So, in the way you recorded it, what, you, you ended up with four tracks? Or did you use a bunch of microphones, ambient? I used a bunch of microphones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you had a bunch of tracks to work with. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just curious, you know, uh, about that kind of thing. It, it, it made me think of like those first albums by Throb and Gristle, you know, like how, right. how first how did they compose this stuff, and then how they mix this stuff, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, and I, 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 you know, I don't want to you give away any trade secrets, you know. So. Hold on. Can you turn that down, Glenn? Please, Glenn, turn that down. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got another uh, uh, level of world coming through. <laughs> <laughs> coming through the... Uh, so so that's why... I, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, you got a thing in your mind. Uh, a vision for your sound. And, uh, yeah. And, you know... Me being a bass, I'm always like, I got to aid and abet the tune, aid and abet the tune. But it, like a situation like yours, it's like you're the sculpture. You got the clay. Your hands are in the clay. Right. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about aiding and abetting because you're going to realize. And so, uh, yeah, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like glue, right? If I got nothing to stick to, I'm just a puddle. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, I mean, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for, especially the politics. You know, I look good making them look good. So yeah. There's a kind of a yeah, uh, 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 heavy, a little little heavy lifting. Uh, I'm sorry, Glenn hit the wrong button on there. That's remote. okay. That, those I hit the wrong buttons all the time. Look, we're at the end of the second hour of the. Uh, May 11, 2018, Dishwap, Peter Show, special guest, Reg Blower. Hold tight for hour three. May 11, 2018, it's the third hour 
of the Watt for Pedro show.
some would tell you life would be wonderful. You could know what it means to live your childhood dreams. You foresee bright, rich, and colorful. They're bloodsuckers, preying on the gullible. It's a victim's crime. It happens all the time. Byproduct of the
Squad from Pedro Show started the third hour off with uh, Reg Bloor from New, new Album and uh, Sensory Irritation Chamber is the tune. Then we had Chameleon S- Sustain from Bo Peep. SS Space Systems with Oil Pipes and Trash Cans. Bernays Propaganda, uh, the Bastion mix of Lazime, Lazime, which I think means lie to me, lie to me. Uh, <laughs> here lies man with I stand alone, Roosterhead, victimless crime, uh, uh, the Vandal poets with weird things happen part three, and that's a demo of course, <laughs> and uh, Mold Omen, yellow yellow beard, I think they're Baltimore, and then finally a uh, Reg Bloor with Resent Dystopia. Present okay. Dystopia. Oh yeah. Resent. Resent? Present. Oh, the P got cut off. Oh. Yeah, thanks for catching that. I got to fix the fucking playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't pronounce it right if you don't fucking write it right in the first place. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, when you were composing for this record, when did you know you had enough? Um... Usually when I have uh, 10 or 11, I think that's enough. So it goes by the event more than time. Yeah. I like that. I, think to... I mean, my pieces tend to be short, but there's a lot of music in those short pieces, so. That's okay. I come from a short kind of tradition, too. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a little more creative because they don't play out as long, but. Uh, there's not as much filler, huh? So yeah. It's like you distill. Uh, uh, does any stuff end up on the floor? Scissor? Yeah. Yeah. The stuff that doesn't come out is clear, you know. So w- once you execute it. Once you perform it and record it, yeah. Okay. The best laid plans. I, w- I yeah. want to play Molotov Cocktail here. Okay. Okay. Do, do do you like to talk about your? You know, I haven't asked you to explain any of these songs because some people say, "Hey, the music speaks for themselves," and I don't want to explain. Um, I can explain it, but if you want me to. <laughs> okay, Molotov uh, cocktail. <laughs> You're a bomb. Well, fan. I that one starts. Well, not starts off, but it's got like a very uh, low endy part in there, and. Uh, I sort of, most of what I do is very high-endy, so I wanted to do one little part that had some low-end. It's more of a straight-out ass-kicker, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
Live from Pedro Show, last music for this edition, Molotov Cocktail. And uh, you heard it from uh, the composer herself. Uh, she's trying to get a little low-endy in there. Working the low-endy. Uh, then we heard uh, Zero Debt, uh, live from WFMU. I heard Brian T Turner is quitting there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, what a great cat that guy is, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think he's going on to do other stuff, but... Uh, quite a pillar for that pad. Yeah, uh, you, you've probably done stuff there, right? And, and they're, they're, every DJ has their own show. I just what's that called? New Jersey City, right? Yeah, Jersey City. Yeah, I think it's in Jersey City. Okay, I've been over there. Oh, you never have. It's like a house yeah. kind of thing, yeah. and uh, very interesting. It's what radio should be, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Four Dimensional Nightmare. After that, with Fifth Gen Genesis. Evil Hearted You, Wes Los, and uh, Corey Brandon, I Only Know, and finally, 122 zeros, and then a one. And Edge Bloor. And he uh, plans a tour. Um, I don't have anything scheduled now, but um, I, I'm looking maybe in the fall to do some, some touring. What about uh, uh, right in the, in the, where you live there? I'm playing next week uh, on the 18th, the day it's released, with God is My Co-Pilot at Much Moore's in Brooklyn. And What's the name I'm of the pad? Much Moore's. Much Mars. Much Moore's. Oh, Much Moore's. I, yeah. I don't know, you know, God, in the old days I played a place called the Brooklyn Zoo, and I never played there again until the early 2000s, and now it's everything. Yeah. But I... Things come and go so quick, I don't know, you know. So people, mm -hmm. head on over there. And, the, and people can find you on the on the internet, too, uh, regblor.com, right? R-E-G-B-L-O-O-R.com. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now, would touring be easy for you? What, you bring two amps and, and a guitar? That same guitar, right? <laughs> yeah, I'd just bring one, actually. Okay, um, so you do gigs with one amp. Yeah. So be, because I don't play with a drummer, I can bring a small one. You know. Yeah, right, right. An easy setup, easy tear down. Yeah. That's, uh, well, I know this record's coming out in a week, so it's not even out, so it's not even old news. But are you thinking <laughs> ahead? I'm always writing material. I kind of can't help it. I sit down with a guitar and I start coming up with stuff. Uh, uh, how do you, uh, do you do memorize them in your head or do you make uh, recordings? Or I write. make recordings and then I write down like the fingerings. Okay, okay. They're not standard chords, so I have to remember. No, what I was going to ask you about that because I know some cats. Uh, actually, it was a dude in Tokyo. He he films himself playing the thing, so you can see see where his fingers are on the f fretboard. <laughs> Isn't that good? you know what I mean? So you can actually see his fingers, you know, so he can remember where to put where he put them. <laughs> I actually draw a little chart with the fingerings in it. Wow. Uh, do, do, you would rather do it with your fingers than with tuning. Yeah. So your guitars, but they still aren't standard tuning, right? It's standard tuning, yeah. Oh, it is. So you're doing yeah. that all with your, you're like a Nels Klein. <laughs> no, I say this because uh, some guys that worked with Glenn, uh, Lee and Thirst, they do it with the, the tuning. They don't yeah. want to get their fingers all twisted up. <laughs> you know, you go over, 
that's the thing about when I was uh, younger, you know, go first pad, you pick up the guitar. I mean, the strings are too skinny anyway, but, you know, I'm trying to do a Creedence song, and you can't play it. It's like, <laughs> so, but you actually do it with your fingers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, well, can I ask you this? You could say forget it, but would somebody getting started on guitar, would you have advice, any kind of advice to give them? Um, I don't know. Uh, just just play what you want to play. You know, don't. I mean, I would I would advise somebody to to try it a little bit before you go to a teacher. I think you get more out of it if you come in with questions than if you just come in and learn a bunch of stuff and you don't know what to do with it yet. Yeah. And beyond guitar, music, racket, period, any kind of advice? This might come off. I, I've, I've been figuring out how to word this because uh, I don't want to come off as being, like, resentful or... or saying anything bad about the people who benefit but i think that not to get too political but if your reputation or your money or your family's reputation or money don't predate the 21st century get a gig playing with somebody who's dust because the system right now is not accepting new people or giving out new money yeah I, that may change, you know. I, I wouldn't take much to change it, but at the moment... No, I think that's good advice, Reg. I think that's real good advice. If you're coming out of nowhere with nothing, you got to hook up with somebody who's got something because it's they're not going to let you in by yourself. Yeah, that's kind of bleak, but uh, accurate. I want to thank nothing you so... Nothing against the people who, you know, got in. They worked for it, but... Other people worked for it, too, and didn't get in. That's all I'm saying. It's been a big honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much. It's been an honor to be on the show. Truly. Thank you. And uh, keep on keeping on. You know, if you, if you want to take this on the road and you come out west, please tell me I want to go to the gig. I'd love to come out west. I okay. will definitely tell you. Okay. People, okay. Uh, it's been uh, May 11, 2018 edition of Peter Show Special Guest Reg Bloor. Keep your powder dry.